You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Blind piano player, wrestler, long distance runner, and a creative spirit whose talents have taken her to the stage and into galleries and exhibitions across the U.S. are here to tell their story of their unique and incredible journey together. Welcome to the Nancy and Mike Show. Nancy and Mike will engage you with some of the most unimaginable and heartwarming stories of their extraordinary life. So please welcome your hosts, Nancy and Mike. Hi, my name is Mike Zara. And this is Nancy Novo. We are coming to you live, broadcasting from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is the Nancy and Mike Show. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to give the website. Okay. Oh, I wanted you to give the phone number. <laughs> oh, yeah. 866-451-1451. And our website is www.nancyandmikez.com. Thanks. And I want to talk about last Wednesday, we had a doctor appointment and we had to uh, get our blood work evaluated. Right. And when we went there, we saw a friend named Vadim. Yeah, very nice guy. Very nice guy, and we've eaten with him several times, and his wife helped to get my book published. Peggy Long. Peggy Long. And what happened was I typed it myself on the typewriter, 300 pages, perfectly typed, very neat. Anyway, a variety of people tried to do it on the computer, and there were literally thousands of mistakes. (laughs) I guess they scanned it or something, and it just didn't come out. Some, like, like what, Mike? Uh, like a one would be a four, a period would be a hyphen or something, and so like if little I, things, but they all added up. And or the word from would become form, and uh, what happened was uh, our friend Klaus, who we used to go to church with, he took a lot of the mistakes out. And then we gave it to Peggy Long, who took most of the mistakes out. I guess there's about two or three mistakes. And the book eventually got published through Lulu, thanks to her. Yes. Well, that's the history of us. And she's an art teacher like Nancy and both retired art teachers now. Well, Nancy's not retired. But anyway, um, after we got there... The husband got called in to the doctor. And I'm thinking, you know, we're here. Let's go out and eat with the other couple. 
and we're trying to get information. And I told the woman about how Peggy got my book published and we've known them for 20 years. And I tell you, she was so paranoid and um, she wouldn't give out any information when Vadim was coming out or uh, when uh, Peggy went out to do some errands. And it was like when I was talking to her, it was like I was talking to somebody that was dead. And I wished that when we went to the doctor that these people, Peggy and Vadim, hadn't been there. Because I know now that when I go to the doctor the next time, I'm going to think, uh, well, you know, she's the girl who looks at our insurance card and all that. Uh, receptionist. The receptionist. And I'm going to be thinking, well, today we're going to see the stupid paranoid girl. <laughs> and I told Nancy when we were at the office that this girl is afraid of her own shadow. And what happens in a case like that, we are assumed guilty and never given the opportunity to prove our innocence. And I look at this country and you see paranoia everywhere. Here we are, we have an invincible military. We got spies all over the world. We got GPS so we could watch everybody. We got uh, cell phones. Cell phones. We got drones. We got the best bombs. Nobody could touch us militarily unless we get into a hand to hand combat war where human error becomes part of the equation. And I talk about this today because. Uh, First of all, Nancy has a case where somebody was paranoid with her. And also, uh, oh, what was my point? Yeah, uh, reading Leviticus chapter 26. Verse 36. And it starts out in Leviticus chapter 26, where it talks about the good things that will happen if we obey God's commandments. And after that, it's followed by the bad things that happen if we don't listen to uh, God's word. And the, the part was Levit- Leviticus 26:36. Uh, God will put fear in the hearts of those and they will hear a blowing leaf and start running from the sword of their enemy and the enemy won't even be there he'll be nowhere to be found and that's where we have gotten to in this nation and there is a reason for that but I won't go into that today but that is our story about the uh Doctor and uh, Nancy well, has. What I wanted to say about Book Pals, first let me tell you what Book Pals is. This is something I've been doing for 11 years. I've been going to the school, I bring books to read, I've been going to kindergarten and second grade class 
for years. There's always the teacher in the room with me, and the kids love me. They come and hug me, and they're so happy to see me. So it's something I've enjoyed and they've enjoyed. Just recently, they told me it's a mandate that I have to watch something on the computer and I have to watch it for 20 minutes and then I could print out something that shows I watched it. Okay. Well, I told them no. I'm not going to do it. I'm very tired of computer stuff. I know you're hearing me through computer stuff. But to force someone who's been doing an excellent job for 11 years and because I don't want to do it, boom, that's it. It's a mandate. So I just said, I'm not going to do it. I understand the kids will miss me, the teachers are going to miss me, but can't they make an exception? Where's common sense? That's all I had to say about that. And the problem with that is everybody loses. The teachers love having her, the librarian loves it, uh, the kids love it, and she loves it. And that's the reason why she quit teaching art at the school. And here's the bottom line to all this. This, uh, I will finish the story when we come back. This is BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is the Nancy and Mike Show. We will be right back. Intergenerational programming is uniting America due to the tireless efforts of Dr. Ramona Frischman. Retired from the Miami-Dade County Public School System, Dr. Frischman continues to develop intergenerational learning programs aimed to improve the lives of children, young adults, and seniors through unique strategies and public policy in order to establish a mutually supportive agenda. She views intergenerational programs as a resource for policymakers and the general public on economic, social, and personal initiatives that govern our society. Her work bridges the generational gap, providing many individuals the opportunity to explore areas of common ground and celebrate each other's diversity. Contact Ramona Frischman at RamonaLong at AOL.com or visit www.gu.org to learn more about intergenerational programming. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment?, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various business interest through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamreg01 at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. Hi, my name is Mike Zarek. And my name is Nancy Noble. We are coming to you live, broadcasting from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is the Nancy and Mike Show. 
The phone number, I won't forget it this time, is (laughs) 866-451-1451. And our website is www.nancyandmikez.com. Thanks. And wrapping up this uh, story with the paranoia. Yeah, paranoia, the creeping paranoia. This uh, mandate that they put on all the... uh, book pals who are, by the way, they're volunteers, uh, doesn't make the classroom any safer. Oh. And uh, it's just a nuisance. And Nancy, as though she loves it, she's had enough of it. Uh, The next item is this incident I was talking about last week, and I failed to mention something obvious. I went to this tournament in Oregon, this wrestling tournament. It was the Nationals. and The Nationals is a big deal. The Nationals are a big deal. I was wrestling this guy from Mayor Daly. And to make a long story short, he kept trying to run from me, and I caught him, and I'd take him down. Anyway, I was ahead of him, 10 to nothing. And if you get ahead by 12 points, the match is stopped. Yeah, that's it. You want it's a pin. It's like getting a pin. And uh, we he we threw each other, and I landed on my left side. He landed on my right side. We were facing each other. Right. And I was too strong for him, so I pushed him over, broke his grip around my waist, and I had my right hand around his waist. Uh huh. Okay. And my left hand was holding down both his shoulders. And the only thing that could move on him were his legs. And his head was up in the air because I had my hand under his head and over his shoulders. The only thing he could do was shake his head no. (laughs) Well, I tell you guys, if you don't know wrestling, if two shoulders are down, boom, that's a pin. It's a pin. This guy was pinned. And um, when I got up, he hit the mat. And the, the referee hit the mat. The referee hit the mat. And when I got up, he sh- sh- raised the other guy's hand. And he said that he assumed that I was going to land on my back with the throw. And he was sorry he made a bad call. In the meantime, my uncle and I, we go up to the head officials. Yeah, could complain. This isn't right. And tell them that I pinned this guy and they called a pin on me. Right. So the head of guys went to the referee and the referee said, well, he was pinned and I called it. In other words, I was pinned and he called it. Well, he said something different to you. He said, I'm sorry, I assumed And that he made a mistake. Well, I'll tell you right now, if you were not blind, he would have given you credit for the pin. He was out to get you. He assumed you were blind. You couldn't do it. And then to save face to his boss, he lied. Yeah, and I would, and that was one of the themes that we had for last week. I, I like last week's show because everything tied together. What would happen this? What would happen this? If I could see versus if I couldn't see. Well, if I could see, he wouldn't have cheated me. No. And uh, the deal was this. 
here's the worst thing about the deal. This was the last big tournament before the Olympic trials. And if I win that match, I finish no worse than fourth. Now, one of the four guys was the champion, who was the champ of Mexico. He doesn't count. So if I don't get pinned in my next match, I finish third, which means, in reality, I finish second. Because right. the Mexican guy doesn't count. I know. Now, what would have happened if I finished second in the last big tournament? I probably would have gotten a better bracket at the Olympic trials. No, probably about it. Which would have enabled me to finish in the top six. So this bad thing that the referee did, not only, uh, it was a very damaging, devastating result for me. Absolutely. Because in his mind, he was never going to allow a blind wrestler to win. It's prejudice. It's blatant, blatant cheating. Uh, but I wanted to review that because Nancy figured out, and it was one of the topics we had, if you could see versus if you couldn't see. And that was one that I failed to mention. Uh, also, you were talking about how the college did not let you have any break in your classes while you were getting ready for the Olympics. This is the cited regular Olympics that comes every four years. While other countries and other places, they work to help the athletes. And I just thought they wouldn't give you a break at all. It, 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 was, it just uh, bothered me that UCLA or this country does not support its athletes. For the Olympics. Come on, guys. Yes, interesting because when uh, Maria Sharapova won a gold medal in the Olympics, she got a car. Uh, what did we get? We got to pay taxes on our medals. You know, I mean, come on. And this is what our corporate welfare system has done to us. We don't realize as American people the effect that, that that's having on us. But anyway... Uh, the next deal is a couple of things that were highlights when Good. I was at UCLA. Yeah, we need something uh, a little happier after all this. One of them happened. I had a uh, wrestler friend who I wrestled in a uh, tournament. He was the champ of Hungary. His name was Karoli Kansar. And he was the only wrestler that I ever had wrestled in my lifetime. And I wrestled over 300 matches. At who least. Was, who was shorter than me. Oh, shorter than you. He was shorter than me. And he was in the 105-pound class. He was the champ of Hungary. So uh, he decides to uh, come to UCLA, pick me up, take me down to the YMCA, and we'd have a hard wrestling session for a couple of hours. And once in a while, he would come and pick me up. Cool. And we would uh, go down there and wrestle each other. And one time we did this, and I couldn't have any lunch because I couldn't wrestle for two hours after lunch. So uh, I will finish this story when we come back. This okay. is BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is the Nancy and Mike Show. We will be right back. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. 
I had the surgery two years ago and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication free. This full service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Wait No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Wait No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Wait No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Wait No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Hi, my name is Mike Zarek. And I'm Nancy Noble. We are coming to you live broadcasting from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is a Nancy and Mike show. The phone number is 866-451-1451. And our website is www.nancyandmikez.com. So I left off talking about uh, Caroli cancer and I going down to the Y to uh, wrestle. You to must help. have loved that. Yes, because we were both uh, nationally ranked, and uh, uh, it was a fun experience. <laughs> so anyway, one time he drove me back to uh, UCLA, and uh, I was getting ready to go into my room, and two guys called me over. They saw me come in with this uh, wrestler, and... They said, how would you like to, uh, we're going to walk down to this restaurant, and how would you like to join us? And I was starving. I would have been happy to join them. So we walked to this restaurant. It was called Ships. Oh, I remember that restaurant on Wilshire. Yeah. And so the three of us walked down there, and we're all sitting at a table as the these stools, and uh, this woman comes in, and about a minute after we get there, uh, she sits next to me oh, on my left. Nice. And she said, hi, uh, I just won at the uh, races tonight. Your meal is on me. Cool. And I want you to order a dessert. So... <laughs> As usual, I got my fish and chips. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, I was really hungry, so I was easily able to have a dessert. <laughs> I got this hot fudge cake roll. 
Ooh. It uh, was uh, chocolate fudge and whipped cream on a, a sponge cake. Ooh. Absolutely delicious. Yeah. And <laughs> these guys, on the way back to UCLA, they were teasing me. Hey, how do you rate? Yeah. <laughs> we asked you. <laughs> and you're the one who gets the free meal. Uh, so that was one of my highlights at UCLA. I could see why that was up there. <laughs> <laughs> but as many times as we went to the wider wrestle, that only happened one time. Oh, wow. But anyway, one other thing was I had this great running partner. His name was Procopio Palacios. And I mentioned him last week. He sounded like Jerry West, the great guard for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, his voice sounded his like voice. that. And, and sometimes Mike will say, oh, that person sounds just like so-and-so. And I look, oh, they look so differently that I'm thinking, ah. But see, Mike just hears. He's not affected by the looks. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. And anyway, this guy was a very good runner. At uh, that time, I was able to run five miles in about 30 minutes. I was about six minutes a mile. And oh, if, that's if, good. If I ran 10 miles, I was about uh, an hour and two minutes. Oh. So I was a little slower for 10 miles. And uh, But he was better than me. He was in the 25-minute uh, range for five miles. He was five-minute miles consistently. Whoa. And... We would run around the UCLA track, and we would run a cross-country course. And uh, and we were talking about the possibility of competing in races, and I wish we had. Yeah, you guys would have been great. Because, uh, you know, I was 25 years old, 20 to 29. It's probably the worst age category. I know. But, but uh, hey, we were both running good, but he said he didn't have a car, so we had, we had no way to get to races. So as many training runs as we did, and he absolutely helped me to make weight for my uh, wrestling tournaments. Why? And uh, that was one of the things that that really helped me. Uh, One other thing, very funny thing happened. What? One day, I got a call from one of my readers. She was canceling out. And I'm thinking... I got stuff that has to be done. I don't have anybody to read for me. Very important. And uh, I can't get my homework assignment done. And all of a sudden, out of the clear blue, this blind guy from another dorm calls me. I don't know how he knew about me. I didn't know about him. And the first thing he said to me, is this Mike Zorick? And I said, yes, it is. And he said, do you need a reader today? Wow. Are you kidding me? Uh, are you kidding me? I said, absolutely. I need a reader today. My reader just canceled out on me. And he said, I know this girl. She is the best looking girl on the campus. You should ask her out. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't like asking people out. I want them to ask me. Uh, so I made a deal with him. <laughs> that Funny guy. If, uh, and of course, one of my thoughts was when I was single is finding a girl who was a very fast runner 
so that if I had a race out of town, I wouldn't have to look for a running partner. I'd have my wife as a running partner. And I told him, I said, look, if she runs five miles in 30 minutes, I'll ask her out. <laughs> priorities. And, <laughs> where's your priorities? <laughs> so anyway, he never heard of anybody asking a girl out depending on what kind of runner she was because there weren't many blind long-distance runners. No. If you go to the blind nationals and the long-distance races, and I'm talking about the whole country, you're not going to find more than six or seven blind long-distance runners in the whole country. That's true. It's There just aren't that many of them. I happen to be one of them. And uh, so, and as far as I was concerned... I don't care what she looks like. I mean, this guy was as blind as I was. And for whatever reason, looks meant something to him. I guess he felt like, well, if he could get the best looking girl. And uh, but to me, that means nothing. (laughs) So (laughs) our request that we were looking for, I tell you, we were laughing our heads off. (laughs) It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. But anyway, the girl came over and she read for me and she did a good job, by the way. And good timing. And perfect timing. Couldn't have been any better timing. And uh, But I didn't say anything to her about how fast she runs <laughs> uh, <laughs> five miles or, or whatever other race she might run or who knows, maybe she doesn't run. But I didn't say anything about it because <laughs> I didn't want to ask her out. And so... Well, I I thought of something that relates to this. Uh, I had a boyfriend named James, and he wanted Mike and I to break up. So we'll hear about that after we come back, after this break. Hang on. Go ahead, Mike. This is BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is the Nancy and Mike Show. We'll be right back. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Stapula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and 
and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Hi, my name is Mike Zorek. And this is Nancy Nova. We are coming to you live, broadcasting from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is a Nancy and Mike show. Yep. The phone number is 866-451-1451. And uh, Nancy is going to tell you another <laughs> story here. Oh, yeah. I was uh, telling about James. James did not want me to pay Mike. Okay. So he's trying to come up with reasons why I should not marry Mike. And one reason he said was, Oh, I know why you want to go with Mike, because when you get old and fat and wrinkled, he won't even know about it. And I said, whoa, that sounds like a good way. That sounds, uh, of course, I'm going to get old and wrinkled and fat. Hey, (laughs) what he was trying to uh, make reasons why I shouldn't be with Mike. Hey, he gave me a couple of good ones. I thought it kind of fit with what you're talking about with that guy wanting the best looking girl and you didn't really care about that. So I thought it kind of fit. I got the best looking heart, right? Yes. So anyway. And my heart doesn't get old and wrinkled, even though I may get some laugh lines and frown lines and I put on a little weight. You still love my heart. Well, I put on more weight than you. I used to weigh 114. <laughs> <laughs> I put on 86 pounds since then. Aww. And, uh, but anyway, uh, one other thing on the subject of the couple of things. One of them happened uh, when I was on campus and the guy stopped me. I didn't know what he wanted. I was going back to the dorm. Uh-huh. And uh, I was wearing a jacket. And on the jacket was a letter. Now, the letter signifies athletic success. And it was a wrestling letter from Los Angeles City College. Oh, yeah. And... I'm thinking, well, everybody knows what that letter means. But what this guy wanted me to do, he had this petition. Oh, I see. And what he wanted me to sign was a petition to legalize marijuana. Oh. Uh, In the first place, I will never, never, ever vote for anything to legalize drugs. And... uh, I know the state of Colorado tried it, and uh, the first thing that happened is car accidents skyrocketed. Right. Not a coincidence. No. So we get this on the ballot in California, and they voted in, and what do you think happens? Car accidents skyrocket. Yep. But anyway, the petition he had was to legalize marijuana. Oh, what year is this? I. 1971. Okay, sorry. And 
to eliminate college sports programs. <laughs> wow, is he talking to the wrong guy? And I asked the guy, <laughs> are you stupid? <laughs> that was my first question. I asked the guy, how stupid are you? He sees I got this letter on a jacket. And uh, if he hadn't, if I didn't have that letter on my jacket, let's say I didn't. He didn't know I was uh, an athlete. Uh, I would have politely declined and said, no, I'm uh, for athletics and I'm not for legalizing drugs and sorry, I'm not signing it. But when I had this jacket with the wrestling letter on it, I had to question his intelligence. And maybe today's show is about stupid people because I started out talking about that stupid paranoid girl. And uh, I, it's sad because I know now when I go to the doctor, I'm going to think we're going to see that stupid paranoid girl. And I wish those people hadn't been there. But anyway, uh, that was the deal with the petition. Of course, I didn't sign it. But now that uh, one other thing happened when I was last quarter of UCLA. What? Uh, the kids knew about my first date. Oh, yeah. And uh, they knew my strict qualifications about smoking and alcohol. And, of course, if I'm not going to pay for alcohol, then... Social drinking would be out. Right. Because then I'd have to figure out where to draw the lines. And I didn't want to have to deal with that. And uh, you'd have to leave. And if you came with someone, you'd be stuck there. Yeah. So that was not an, that I couldn't deal with that. So you couldn't be the designated driver. <laughs> but yeah. And I'd, I'm, she'd be the one doing the driving. So that's not good either. No. But the reason I mention these things is because as good as she was, I was losing interest. People said I made a mistake. I didn't make a mistake because I was losing interest. So when you lose interest, what are you going to do? You Back can't, away. You can't just keep on going with this. So, and you think of all these other, okay, she didn't want a family. I didn't either. Well, how many girls do you think you're going to eliminate who want families and how many girls, there's tons of girls who won't touch a blind man with a 10 foot pole. Uh, there's plenty of girls who won't touch a guy if he's short. Yep. Which in my mind is an advantage <laughs> because I didn't have to go through this big elimination process. I tell you, I did not like the dating scene. And I'm glad that I only dated two girls. Uh, so my thing was this. If you're looking for quality, being short and being blind was an advantage. If you're looking for quality, quantity, it was a disadvantage. And I was looking for quality. So uh, I will finish this story when we come back. This is Mike Zorick. This is the Nancy and Mike Show. This is BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Be right back. 
French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Chef Ouvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Are you stressed? Is your stress driving you crazy? Do you know there are many ways to relieve this stress? The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic does just that. Reduce your stress plus so much more. Established in 1997, the Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic offers an approach to wellness for those individuals who choose to either utilize appropriate complementary methods to enhance their current medical care or to those individuals who are on their personal journey toward improved health and wellness through the use of therapeutic bodywork, Reiki energy healing, or hypnosis. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic is owned by Dr. Judy Dean, a registered nurse and board-certified massage therapist and medical hypnotherapist in LaPorte, Indiana. Visit www.spiritwithinmassage-hypnosis.com to see all services offered by Dr. Judy. For a free personal consultation, please call Dr. Judy Dean at 219-326-1380. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic, 219-326-1380. Hi, my name is Mike Zorek. And this is Nancy Noble. We are coming to you live, broadcasting from BBM Network and uh, Global Network and TuneIn Radio. <laughs> this is the Nancy and Mike Show. The phone number is 866-451-1451. And our website is www.nancyandmikez.com. And there is a, a reason that I'm talking about all these things, these eliminating factors where either I would eliminate the girl or she would eliminate me. And the kids who con were concerned about me, they wanted me to find a good girl and uh, they, they had my best interest at heart and I knew it and I very much appreciated it. And... Uh, but I knew after going through all these elimination processes that I probably, between myself and the girl, that for me, every girl in the universe is eliminated for one <laughs> reason or the other. <laughs> and the kids came up with the same conclusion that I did, and they told me so. And I said, well, you know, okay, if it is, it is. I can't do anything to change that. What can I do? Right. So uh, I really appreciated the interest the kids had in me, knowing me. And I was outgoing in college. And uh, so they knew a lot about me, my religious beliefs and all this kind of thing. And... Uh, well, I had a strange situation. My dad was wondering, what's the matter with the guys 
in my high school. How come they wouldn't date me? And I was starting to wonder, too, because I, I just couldn't figure it out. And then I did something I shouldn't have. I thought, okay, maybe I should try to dress sexier. And that's a big mistake. Then you get the wrong kind of guys looking for the wrong kind of things. So I had a problem eliminating guys because I was getting too many guys and I wasn't sure how to eliminate. I would make lists. This guy has this. This guy has this. So I understand what you're talking about, Mike. It's better to be choosy, draw lines, and then you get what God wants you to get and not all the other people who are just looking for some sexy, cute little girl. I'm glad I didn't have to go through a huge elimination process. It wasn't good. Like I said, I didn't like the dating scene. But anyway, now that I'm out of UCLA, I'm thinking about the 1973 Nationals as I indicated when I talked about the Lions Club dance that I went to where I pinned the girl. and uh, That is a funny story. Anyhow, I'm sorry. I have to laugh at that. After the uh, my graduation, I found out that the uh, Braille Institute in North Hollywood was looking for a track and field coach a volunteer to teach every Saturday from 10 to 3. So, of course, I called and I wanted the job. I didn't get paid or anything, but I would be teaching kids at different track and field events. Ah, I, I think you'd be great at that. And I was great at that. And uh, so we had 10 to 12. I had the younger kids and then good. we had lunch. And one I had the older kids. Now, what that was doing for me, I was doing a lot of exercise during that. Sure, you had class. to go along with them. Plus, when I came home, I would do my weightlifting and my push-ups and my <laughs> sit-ups. And the guy who was the driver of all the kids was a great wrestler in the 136-pound class. So I got to work out with him for the Nationals. And I had all these workouts every week. The only thing I would not is the shot put. And I had an incident when I was in high school. Oh, I'm sorry, what's a shot put? What do, do you do it's, with that? It's a, a 8 or a 16 pound ball. Oh, uh, well you have to put it by your neck and you throw it? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Okay, sorry. And uh, so I wasn't going to teach the shot put. And when I was in high school, I was in gym class one day and I picked up the shot put. I didn't know the form. And I threw it as hard as I could. Oh. And my follow through, it went very high and it came down and it landed a foot behind me. Oh. Now, if I had oh. not had my follow through, that ball would have hit me right on top of the head. And it practically threw my elbow out of the socket. Yikes. So I decided, okay, no, that's no, it. No, no, no. No more shot put. No, 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 no. And if you were going to relate that to baseball, what it would be like is this. The guy hits this high pop-up. 
and the catcher standing on the plate, and he catches the ball when it comes down. <laughs> so <laughs> I figured I told I him. I can see that. I said, <laughs> no, 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 no. For you baseball fans, <laughs> you see a pop up to the catcher, and a guy is standing on home plate catching the ball. You could think of my throwing the shot put. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I didn't teach that event. No. Uh, Anyhow, I'm working out with this guy, Ernie, who was one of the drivers. And I'm getting ready to go to the Nationals. And remember for the Olympic trials, I couldn't break 121? Well, when I went to East Lansing for the Greco-Roman Nationals. Oh, this uh, is Michigan, right? This is Michigan. And I weighed 112. Oh, good. Good for you. I was two pounds under the weight limit. That's unusual. And, oh, my gosh, I was in great. I was in fantastic shape. That's from helping the kids, huh? That's from helping the kids. And as as it turned out, when I was 26, this is when this tournament happened, I reached my peak. I was never better than, than when I was 26. And uh, I went to this tournament in Michigan, and I'll tell you right now, sighted people don't do what I did. I pinned my way through the Nationals. Oh, oh now, praise God. Amazing. <laughs> that's almost impossible. Amazing. For a sighted person to pin his way a through the Nationals. A blind person. Anyone. Oh, for anyone. I get it. Anybody okay. to do it. Now, I did it. But, but what? This guy from Mexico showed up again. Uh oh. So he shows up, and he and I meet in the finals. He pinned his way through. Wow. But he's not for this country. Yeah. So anyway, when we went out to wrestle, the referee said, "Listen to this. This should be a very interesting match." We have one guy who can't see, who has a sight deficiency, <laughs> and his opponent has a language deficiency. Oh, big no. He couldn't speak any English. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. right. So that's, those were the qualities that were going to make this into a great match. Forget <laughs> about the fact that we both pinned our way through the Nationals. That was irrelevant. That should have been the highest <laughs> that uh, topic. It did. And I lost the match eight to one. This is the guy I was telling you about who was the silver medalist in the Olympics. Right. Well, part of me was excited about that. Yeah. Because you should have been. I was. A f- anyway, uh, this is BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is the Nancy and Mike Show, and we will be right back. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly Life is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. 
To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Hi, my name is Mike Zorek. And this is Nancy Noble. We are coming to you live, broadcasting from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is the Nancy and Mike Show. The phone number is 866-451-1451. And the website is www.nancyandmikez.com. But anyway, uh, here I was. I was second in the nation. And... Part of me was very excited, and part of me was somewhat disappointed. And I'll tell you why I had these conflicting emotions. Yeah. Uh, If uh, the Mexican guy had not been there, let's say it was just the United States and only the United States. Nationals. Nationals, all right. I would have pinned my way through the Nationals. I wouldn't have gotten second place. I would have got first place. And, and of course, my weight class was the only weight class where somebody pinned his way through the Nationals. And I would have gotten the Outstanding Wrestler Award. Definitely. For the whole tournament. Absolutely. You know, you pin your way through the Nationals. So that part of me, I felt felt like I lost that because of somebody who uh, should probably not have been in our nationals, or if they were, to be separate from the rest of the rest of the group. And don't get me wrong, this guy was a very good wrestler. He's a very nice guy, and but, he kept contact with you. And, oh, very as fair as very as you could be. This guy good. was fair. And he, we couldn't communicate with each other, but it was totally fair. And uh, I would never say anything uh, uncomplimentary about this guy. He was a great guy. Good. And, uh, but he's not from the United States. But the part that made me happy, because they announced that for the first time, a blind athlete made the finals of a national tournament. And I got a standing ovation from the whole crowd. So uh, that part of the deal made me happy. Yeah. But. Should have given you extra boost of energy. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I wish that I had won the Nationals and uh, gotten the Outstanding Wrestler Award. So I, it was like a, a up and down thing at the same time. <laughs> So uh, I flew back to California, and I was still in great shape. And we were having this uh, Senior Olympics tournament. Well, the Senior Olympics started at 20 years old. That sounds kind of young for Senior Olympics, but they had a Senior Olympics. And there were five-year age categories, 20 to 24, 25 to 29. I would have been 25 to 29 because I was 26. Okay. And uh, I pinned my way through the finals. I pinned everybody in the first period in my age category in the 114-pound class. I had a hard time making weight that tournament, but I managed to make it. 
You're not teaching the kids anymore? Huh? No. That that ended in the month of May. And what happened with that program, a new guy took over the track program, and they only had one practice before the track meet. Like that's going to help them. Nobody knew what events to go out for. Of course, because they're not practicing. So, but anyway, even though that was a job I really enjoyed, after that first year, that eliminated that job permanently for me. But uh, then I wanted to get a teaching credential. And the State Board of Education told me, uh, we're not going to credential you. No matter if you get 100 on every subject, we won't credential you because you're blind. Uh, this is BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Uh, we will be back shortly. This is the, this is the Nancy and Mike show. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry we will see you next week. <laughs> see you next week, guys. Thank you. This has been the Nancy and Mike Show. Tune in each week and become part of the conversation of the amazing journey of Nancy and Mike. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.